Welcome to Haywood's Take on Hollywood. It's me, Trevor Haywood, along with Sean. Sarah Haywood. And Sarah Haywood. Sarah, how does it feel to have the last name Haywood? Great. I'm related to Sean. Yeah, and that's all you could ask for. What a great day. Sean's chomping down a chocolate bar. He's ready to go. I am. Um, It'll give me the spike I need. We're missing Jake today because... He did what many of you probably do, and that is not listen to the movies or watch the movies about this episode. Um, but if you have been watching them, huge, huge uh, props to you because they're they're great movies for the most the part. The beauty of it, though, is, is that, that it is, yeah, like a lot of podcasts I listen to, it's like if I don't listen to it within three days, it's just not relevant anymore. Sure. it's like a sports thing or whatever. But this is timeless. Or even, like, the comedy ones I listen to, it's, like, they'll, like, make topical. It's just, like, okay, well, this was funny six weeks ago. You could watch Lord of the Rings in 20 years exactly. from now. Yeah. And you'd still enjoy hearing Jace talk exactly. about it. Exactly. So, that's what's beautiful about this is you can listen or watch these movies whenever you want. And then come back and listen to it once you've seen it. But anyway. if um, not Jake. If you're going to be on the unless pod, you're you to watch it. Yeah. Come on, Jake. Yeah, come on, Jake. So, Sarah, it's been a little while since you've been on. You were... Yeah. You're, you're now, well, I guess Kevin, Kevin probably is our most frequent Certainly. guest, but Sarah would probably be after that. She's so. done two episodes. Yep. Sean, can you tell us what episodes has Sarah's done with us before? Can you remember <laughs> off that so. mind of yours? The I think fans so. have been wanting me back. You did your episode in which you, we did Juno. Wrong. And, oh, no. <laughs> I swear that was. We did Juno with Scott Pilgrim, and that was not with Sarah. Oh, I just think I of, do, I think of I you. I do one, like that I think movie, of Juno. Uh, your episodes were. I don't know what your episode was. We Tell them. Surfs up mm. and Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Such gangster movies. And then we threw her on. And then I remember you were on the the one I was gone when you did Monsters Inc. And Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Yep. So Those it's are the two, right? It's about time we have her back. They've been asking. Yeah, yeah. The other people have been clamoring. If you looked at the DMs on our Instagram, pretty much everyone yeah. is. Where's Sarah? Yeah. Is Sarah doing okay? Yeah, yeah. Where the f- is Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> so bring back Sarah. So Sarah, let's give the people what they want. Exactly. Some Sarah content. So we're talking about. Some romantic movies going into the Valentine's season. So Sarah and I have kicked that off with a couple of choices here. With some love. About love. I can leave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think it's good to have Sean's uh, perspective, you know, so that we can give a devil's advocate. To your love. To yeah. our love. Because <laughs> you, you oppose uh, it. But is it? Judge our love. Is it that great? Um, what you guys got going? <laughs> well, it's it's one of the the most frequently covered topics of cinema is love between two people. Yeah. And that's because it's just plain interesting. It's yeah, it's emotional, it's human. It's pretty much what life is about. And so of course you're going to have some some uh Box office hits involving yeah, love. You know, and it brings out some of the biggest emotions. Some of the movies we'll talk and about stories. today will be, you know, deep into, like, how it makes people act. Love. love. Is it a noun? Is it a verb? Is it an adjective? Probably not. <laughs> Probably one of the first two. Maybe. Maybe an adjective if you... Lovely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our favorite movie couples. So, any two people... Who are couples in a movie that are just our favorites? Um, Sarah, let's get you going first. What's a movie couple that you love? Okay, I have a mix of animated and real life. That's nice. As do I. Mm-hmm. As always. Shocker from you guys. So maybe a first one, I'd say from La La Land, Mia nice. and Sebastian. Yeah. I mean, what Classic. like it's, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling. It's effortless. It's effortless chemistry. And the yeah. whole time you just want it so bad. Yeah. And so real, so raw. We've done it on the pod before. Yep. And spoiler alert, just how it shows that 
no matter how much you're rooting for a couple, sometimes life happens, things don't work out, and it rips your heart right out, and... But man, I almost like it better though because it's more realistic than a lot of endings in movies. I agree. I, a lot of people hate it for that, but I always, I, every time I talk about it, it's like I always bring up the fact that how many of your relationships, whether it's uh, romantic or otherwise, end in life, and the answer is the vast majority of them. And so it just makes sense that we that not every movie is just two people driving a car into the sunset and everything's groovy it's like that's just not how most relationships end so exactly or, you know, how they go great so. pick thanks sean what do you got i'm going with an insta deep cut this is my my off off the bat I'm going with a deep cut this movie is called patterson it's about it's about this guy uh, adam adam driver who is a poet and like their their life is very like simple. Him and his I don't know if it's girlfriend or wife. I think it's wife. Yes, wife. His wife Lara, played by uh, I don't know how to say her name, but she is of Indian descent. Goal Goal Shifter Farahani. Anyway, she's great. Oh, it and says I've seen that. Yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah, we've seen it before. What does the cover look like? Um, anyway, and so their and their love for each other is so pure. This is the one like I have. I kind of have like the the, the ones I'm going to mention today. Kind of like there's like something I want to take from each of them for my you know relationship or whatever, or something I like about what we already have in our relationship. And theirs is just so pure. Like any like mistakes, they give each other so much like room for it on both ends, and like they give each other like they both like kind of pursue what they want to, and there's no. This is the rare movie where there's no tension between, like, the romantic. It's just like, oh, no, there's tension happening in his life or her life, but they have each other's backs. They're just an established it, it, yeah, happy it's couple. Like, we're not going to let this thing come between us. Or it's like, oh, things not aren't working out in this way in your career or this, that, and the other, and therefore I'm going to take that out on you. It's like, okay, what are we doing here? Like, no, we're a couple and we're doing this together, and this one shows that one of the best ways that I've seen. I forgot about that movie, but, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I like what they have. So I'm gonna go with a couple of young lovers. That we is, were just two lovers. It was just two lovers, and their names are Sam and Susie from Moonrise Kingdom. Mm. Oh, um, also a movie we've done on the pod. Yep, and they have great chemistry. Those two child actors, yeah, and just their simple child love. Is just so good. It is From the get-go when he sees her in the changing room and he's like, what kind of bird are you? <laughs> and it's not like cringy. No, it's just not great. And he's awesome and she's awesome and you root for them. Yeah. And it's just so fun that it's just two kids. And Young love. they like get married by Jason Schwartzman kind of, but not really. It's the best. It's just incredible. Yeah. So shout out to Sam and Susie. Fun fact. On my trip in April to go to Boston, well, I'll be staying in Jamestown, Rhode Island, and that's where Moonrise Kingdom mm. was filmed. Mm, and so I can cool. go see the house. That's, that's awesome. Cool, huh? That's very cool. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, great Fun setting. fact. Great setting there. Okay, Sarah, what you got? Okay, I'm going to go with like a animated. Nice. Um, Let's see. Which one do I want to do? I think Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Oh yeah! Like Ooh, they're yeah. iconic. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, even from the their early mm -hmm. days of dating, their banter. Yep. Just you know, she he's huge. She's skinny. It's it's like such a. He's good. used to being this powerful guy, and she's totally wearing the pants. Yeah. Like, and it's just so good. Yeah, and the banter, and then how it evolves from like early like dating to on their like wedding day to like when they're established and they're still like the banter's still there and even when she like or across the room like grabs the soot <laughs> off of his uh, shoulder it's just yeah. like it's so great just like their relationship i love it yeah and then and then they like again like there's some tension there but it's like for a common goal and they're trying to figure out how to navigate life yeah yeah they seem realistic too yeah. for like superheroes yeah great choice i'm sad well and just Thank you. yeah when he thinks they're all dead and she's like all mad at him about the whole thing <laughs> and he's like i'm just happier alive there's nothing you can say <laughs> To make me mad. Just their whole, yeah, relationship. That's a good yeah. choice. Thanks. Great voice mm. actors, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... 
go with an, a classic. I'm going. With, I'm going. Uh, I don't know their name. I can't remember their names. I think it's like. It doesn't matter. What's the film? Rick and Isla from Casablanca. Oh, oh yeah, nice. It's just one. Of, it's just like so classic, so classy. We'll always have Paris. Yeah, exactly. And and just like she's like they're, they're, they've kind of moved on in their lives and like, but they love each other in like an insane amount, and it's portrayed in such a, a powerful way that it's just undeniable. And even when he lets, you know, spoiler alert on a 75-year-old movie, but, like, you know, when he, like, lets her go and just, like, kind of how that all plays out is just so much love. It's just, like, beyond any other relationship that either of them have. And it's just a classic one. And you're just yeah. like, man, I kind of want to be that classy. They're doing that movie, like, with a live orchestra in I Salt Lake that. sometime soon. Yeah. Which would be cool. so cool. It oh. is? I, uh, at least a couple of the nights that I looked at. But, yeah. yeah, I saw that and I was like, dude, that would rip. I don't think I've seen it. It rips. Yeah, I watched it recently, like, a couple weeks ago. Um and it's very good. Watch it. Watch it in February. It's it's the it's the it's the month of love. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm gonna go with a. So I start out with a couple kids. Let's move on to teenage years. And I was thinking about my favorite teenage couples, and for me, it's got to be Patrick and Katarina from Ten Things I Hate About You. Nice. Um, just we've done it Heath on the. And Julia. You know, once again, we've done this uh, movie on the pod. Yeah. And they just, Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles, just so fun. Insane. Just so good. Just effortlessly charming and you just. And they're like comfortable as outcasts and like. And yeah. recognize that in each other that they've, they're both like matured past this stupid high school phase. Mm-hmm. And and so they can, even though their their circumstance of how they met is weird, it's an immediate recognition of like, oh no, this is actually like the perfect match. And so you know you have to you have to iron out how it happens. Yeah. But what what it is is real, like so yeah. real. Well, and they're just a couple that you want very badly, mm. just to make it in the end. You know, sometimes you do want the riding off into the sunset, like. Even though, you know, it's great sometimes when that doesn't happen. There's some movies where it's just like you, they need to be together at yeah. the end. And that's yeah, one this of is them. one, yeah. You, they're just, it's just meant to be. They're great. I agree. Great one. Okay. My next one that Sean will hate me for. <laughs> Maybe. I choose Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore I do Girls. I hate you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyways, whoever's seen that will support me in that decision. And this is a TV show, not, which is not, why Sean hates no, it. No, yeah, this has nothing to do with their relationship. Their relationship's fine, but. Anyways, whoever's seen this will support me and back me up on this. The Gilmore Girls fandom is real. And also, yeah, just throughout that show, like you just want them to be together so bad, and. And it takes so long. So, so long. But so worth it. Anyways, you can go now, Sean. No, that's you're 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 good. It's fine. I felt myself you're, very much feeling that though with when I watched it with Sarah. I'm like, and you haven't this, even seen it. All. No, I have. I've seen like the first few seasons, and I'm like, let's just like let's cut, cut to the, the chase. Let's cut the crap here, Lorelai and and Luke. Come on now. Anyway. Okay, I've gone kind of like I said, like like a pure pure love, like a classic love. I'm going now to kind of a silly, bust each other's balls kind of love, and it's in Four Christmases. I don't know if you guys have seen Four Christmases. <laughs> oh, interesting. But it's Vince Vaughn and uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon as Brad and Kate. Dang. And they, you know, they're they're just. They even just like what they're doing at the beginning when they're just kind of like taking like dance classes and just like having fun and doing like role role play like at a club. It's kind of fun, and then um, you know them realizing that they want to have kids or you know at least deciding that. But like the entire time, how funny they are with each other. And I know it's just a comedy, so they're just trying to make jokes. But like that is also uh, something I value in like my relationship with Markel is like is we can just joke with each other all day every day and like know that it's 
like not like, get offended yeah we're not trying yeah personally. exactly it's just literally we're just joking and that like makes our love stronger for each other and there this is and so this is like we quote this movie all the time to each other because it's like something like that's kind of part of how our love is i'm assuming it's a christmas movie it is a christmas movie i don't think i've seen it, it i'll have to doesn't watch say it. you have it rips it's so funny we nice. should watch it on this christmas yeah all of us, yeah yeah it is funny it's, i enjoyed it. it with markel who laughs at is a great laugh that'd be awesome yeah we should watch it it's amazing so i'm gonna go with a forbidden love which Mm. is always fun to think about you know your romeo and juliet's of the world um specifically i'm gonna go jack and rose from titanic nice um i think like Titanic is great because it's a movie about an incredible event that's horrible and so sad. But they they were like they just did such a great job of choosing two characters that are so charming and good together. You got yeah. your just your young poor guy who just is is very charismatic Losing with charisma. Yeah. And then you got your super pampered rich girl who just wants more in life. And like excitement and to feel something real for the first time instead of just marrying into a rich family. And it's just so well done. Kate yeah, Winslet, Leo DiCaprio. Uh, is it cheesy? Probably one of the more cheesy of the picks we've said so far. But ultimately, just it's way good. I yep. think Titanic is incredible because of those two yep. and their chemistry. Nice and hot and heavy as well, so that's good. Yeah, and it's hot. Yeah. It is hot, steamy. When he, yeah, the new dr- the new drawings, the whole banging in the car on the boat, what have you. It's, <laughs> it's hot. great. Okay, I'm thinking a little iconic. <laughs> uh, we apologize for any uh, construction noises you may be hearing. Uh, that's out of our control, but we'll we'll tr- try to <laughs> keep it going. Um, yeah, like I was saying, um, Princess Leia and Han Solo. Nice. Thank yeah, you. Leia and Han Solo. It's very subtle at first, and it's a very interesting dynamic. That's why I kind of like it. Yeah. No, I I. Totally see that, yeah. And it's just like iconic, I feel like. And I also love Harrison Ford. Yeah, I was going to say, so. you had to throw Harrison Ford in I there, too. I had to. But they have great chemistry and, like, the, you know, the whole thing with Luke and trying to figure that out and just, like, yeah, there's there's some fun there's some fun dynamics there. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think we talk about chemistry a lot Yeah. with all of these. Um, and it's because a lot of... Film couples don't have chemistry. Yeah. Well, right? and they're all actors, so it's like they have to have good chemistry to even mm. make a dent like, yeah, in your emotions. Yeah. I mean, maybe on a different episode, our opener can be worst chemistry couples. Mm. That could be fun. Yeah. But, I do. but we throw chemistry around a lot, and it's because that's really, that's make or break for a couple. You need, you know, what is chemistry? It's just the ability to. See Mix. one soul in another. And, play off each you know, other. Play off each other. Yeah. Whether, yeah, and it looks a lot different for different couples in real life and in movies. But yeah. you know when it's there. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think of, okay, here's another one. I'm going to go, this one's more of a kind of like, a, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Anyway, it's in Ocean's Eleven. And it's Danny Ocean and Tess. <laughs> Interesting. And and clearly there's like baggage to this one, you know, and a lot of that because of his career and kind of like, I can't remember specifically, even though it's one of my favorites that I've seen a million times, like specifically what drew them apart other than jail. I can't think if there was something else that he did in their relationship. But she loves him so much and she's trying to... Like, and he, he, like, she's like, well, he doesn't make me cry, like, referring to her new boyfriend, but she still loves him so much, Danny. And she hates and so, him. And so it's like, and you get that built in, like, not only is he stealing money, he's also stealing his girl back. And, like, that shows it, like, and, like, he, like, ramps it up to another level and everyone's like, what are you doing? Are you doing this for Tess? Are you doing this for the money or whatever? And he's like, oh, it's for the money, but it's like, clearly this is for Tess. 
and so like this, the lengths that he goes for her but then but so not even just like the story around it but like when they get together and like he sends uh the other guy off to you know talk about whatever with with somebody else and he gets like a few minutes with her at the dinner and they just like mm-hmm. just their back and forth the writing i think is really what takes it to another yeah. level but you know they do have chemistry as actors the writing is insane and they're so kind of like they're so cutting to each other's core but not like in a bad way like it's just in a very real and raw and like they do love each other and that's what shows that's what like like comes through Mm -hmm. to the point where i watched what's that movie like ticket to paradise i think that came yeah that like it like still comes through there because of like their history together and again i like that movie oh it's great yeah Yeah, it's a fun one and uh and so that, that, but that like I think really was born and like in its strongest form in Ocean's Eleven, and so I like that version of just like it's tough, um, and so, and so yeah I think yeah I ha- like I have like like more pure where there's none of that and then there's like complications non complications funny but that one's kind of my kind of more intense but like inevitable nice yeah yeah um. I'm assuming I'm saving one for Sarah that I know she'll say, but maybe not. I don't want to say it and steal your thunder, but I'll just say it. Harry and Sally. Now, Jake, interestingly enough, Jake thinks that it wouldn't work out for them. Like, That's what you think. and And I disagree. I think I do too. I think they've been friends for so long. They've loved each other for so long, whether or not how long they've known that it was love, you know? And I just think I see them making it. Because you, so you look at the beginning and throughout this movie, it's mostly old couples explaining yeah. their love and how they first met and everything. I could totally see those two growing old together. Yeah. I think it's even better, too, that they're such close friends and, like, partners, yet I feel like most couples in movies like get physical so fast Mm. and so i think that's why that's such a fun movie because they really get to know each other yeah the whole movie is them not together and and just that ending monologue yeah let me read it i have it oh here it is yeah i can read it i came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible it's so good rest of your life come on and, and he, he just goes on about her quirks and, you know, like, you get your thing on the side, the dressing and the, you know. It reminds me of me, honestly. Yeah, and I just think it's so very good. And I just appreciate movies <laughs> that are like that. Me too. I was going to say that, so good pick. So, yeah, Harry and Sally, just so good. Yeah, okay, so I'm thinking I honestly love Ron and Hermione and Harry Potter. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. I feel like that's another one of those. That's another Harry and Sally almost. Yeah, where it's yeah. like... They start out and, and they just hate each other from that first year. Ron's like, who is this bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hermione's like, this dumb fool. Yeah. For like seven years, it's essentially yeah. that. Yeah. They go through a lot together. And Harry's just there. Poor Harry. Yeah. With Ginny. I, oh, I would say, yeah, the opposite of chemistry. The perfect example. Yeah. Book Ginny, great. Yeah, is Ginny oh, and Harry Potter in the movies. That is what we're talking about. That's yeah. an all-time Hall of Famer yeah. lack of chemistry couple in yeah. movies. I agree. Yeah, I I just think it's a good one because it's, it's just a perfect, like, you wouldn't expect it. But yeah, it's there. and just when they finally kiss, dude, oh, and it just—it's finally just the biggest finally climax. Of and then just when they're finally. sending their kids off to school in the future, yeah, cute, yep. great cute. couple. Shout out to them. So <laughs> we have a lot of time with them too, so it's it's nice. <laughs> uh, so my last one, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with another kind of sillier one and uh, that's probably the worst thing is not silly the movie is called life is beautiful (laughs) the first half is very silly it's buongiorno uh, principessa you're freaking kidding me that movie is so sad it's the saddest but so it's roberto so he's guido and his wife dora in the movie and it's an italian film about the holocaust so uh that just makes me want to cry thinking about their little boy i know (laughs) I know, but the boy comes through. Anyway, but 
but their love for each other is insane. So it's kind of a similar like uh, story to the uh, Titanic, where it's like they shouldn't like he like shows up and he's like, "Who's this guy?" And they shouldn't be, but they do become together. And then like even through the harshest of possible times, he loves her so deeply and soundly. Like when he like gets on the freaking speaker. And he's like Principe, and he like sing, like like gets out, like mm-hmm. it's insane. So good, yeah. So much love, and just yeah, like how he like courts her, and it's just it's precious. one of the most pure, yeah, the most pure love. It's so sad, but yeah, it's the best. I agree. Anyway, yeah. um, I'm just gonna do a rapid fire one so we can kind of get going. But my last one is Wally and Eva. From Wally, nice. They're robots, but it's incredible. So and great. Just they're good, good old fashioned cute is what it is. Yeah, I agree. I just have to say this for you, Tarzan and Jane. Yeah, so good. Just imagine seeing a human being for the first time, and, and it's Jane. And it's Jane. So it's a pretty pretty fortunate event for Tarzan. Let's let's be honest. Yep. Jane's not got it bad either. Well, anyway, um. Let's talk about 500 Days of Summer first. I like it. So, Jake's not here, so I'll read the summary, I guess. Penis. Penis. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, well. Well. <laughs> now you have. Joke's nah. on you. Now you have. <laughs> 500 Days of Summer came out in 2009, directed by Mark Webb. This is not a love story. This is a story about love. Tom, greeting card writer and hopeless romantic is caught completely off guard when his girlfriend, Summer, suddenly dumps him. He reflects on their 500 days together to try to figure out where their love affair went sour, and in doing so, Tom rediscovers his true passions in life. 500 Days of Summer. 500 Days of Summer. This this movie is starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt alongside Zoe Deschanel. Sarah, what do you think about this movie? Um... I think this movie is, like, very accurate of showing people's real emotions and not just, you know, all the lovey-doveys. Because I love how it goes back and forth of him, like, blissfully in love and then, like, deep, the deepest deep he's ever been in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's very emotional slash funny and they're they're great together but i just love it yeah yeah i think you know the the time jumping in this movie is well done and that i love that it shows what day in the relationship it is um like every scene pretty much starts out with a number and that's how many days they've been together i guess since he met her um, and just the switch back between how, like you said, how incredibly de- like quickly he's fallen for her and how much of a dream it is. And then it immediately cuts to a scene where he is devastated and destroyed and hurt and just how relationships really do be given us the most intense emotions in both directions. Most... Most of our extreme emotions in life are because of a relationship, whether it's heartbreak or, you know, true love. Well, and it sucks because, like, the whole movie, she's always like, oh, I don't want a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's made clear the whole time. And so it's so hard to watch because they're just, like, so into each other. Yeah. How do you feel about Summer as a character? Do you think... Because... Watching it, it's almost like she's leading him on the whole time, right? And you, she almost especially be- if you've seen it before. She almost becomes like an antagonist of the story in a way. I, I, um, but also, like you said, she made it clear from the beginning. Yeah. Right. So where does it? I think there's a certain point for me where it drew the line, where I was kind of not on her side. But what do well, you think? You say your point, and then I'll. Then I'll well, for me, it's. 
and I guess you can't blame her, right? Because the heart want what's it wants what it wants to clo- to quote Selena Gomez, but she's just like I'm not looking for something <laughs> serious. I don't want a boyfriend. I don't want to get married ever. It seems. And then what does she do? The get married right after her relationship with this man who has been asking for that the whole time. Within the 500 days. Within those 500 days, she is engaged to be wed to another man and yeah. invites him to her engagement party. Yeah. yeah. What a ballsy. That's see, and that's where it's so tough because all all is fair in love and war, right? Do we believe that? Sure. I think no. that's an in- no. <laughs> of course not. That's the dumbest thing. That's I've ever the heard. phrase, though, because <laughs> it's the ro- it's it's it is a phrase, but it's not fair. No, not everything's fair. I mean, yeah, it just sucks for what's the main character's name? Tom. Tom. It's tough. Poor Tom. Heartbreaking. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what I think about this, and that is, we're watching two incredibly flawed, young people who don't know how to understand their own emotions or control themselves and they make selfish decisions mm-hmm. and clearly there's love between them and clearly there's there's some a spark and clearly there's some cool things that can happen there um but they don't know how to uh think outside themselves but so like with tom it's like he just wants to force it so hard that he isn't giving her any space um, and, and, and a lot of things like you watch it, there's a lot of things he does is kind of too smothery and too, like a lot of things. And then her, she, she kind of wants the best of both worlds. That's in a, a kind of in a selfish way. She doesn't want to commit to him in a way that she probably should. Um, while she is being clear about her expectations, um, some of those are not fair and they are selfish, um, even though she is clear about them. And so so that's a, a harsh dynamic as well. Um, and then um, so so that because of that, I think that's actually a very interesting way. To, so like I, for me, I remember I, my review of this was this is the most 2009 film that's ever 2009 or whatever. <laughs> Um, it just felt so, and that was the year I graduated. And so for me, watching it this this time, and it's been a minute since I watched it, I have like, you know, not that I'm Mr. Wise Guy, but like I'm 10 years into a marriage and, you know, much older than I was and, and past where they are and past where I was when I first watched it as a, as a high schooler. And so it's been interesting to like evolve with this. So like when I first watched it, I hated her so much. much. I was like, this is the worst. And it's because I was kind of that, like I was kind of like a hopeless romantic or whatever in high school and trying to figure all that out. And I was like, I even like remember watching this at like a girl, like I had a crush on her. I watched it with her and I was like, Things weren't, you know, and I was like, wanted to do Women this. suck. Yeah. You're yeah. like, this is yeah, us. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. Girls suck. And then, you know, I watch it years later, and then I've actually, so like, I would say my previous, my previous relationship, you know, 10 years ago, 11, whatever, plus years ago, was very similar to this. Like, I was all in. She was trying to, like, kind of in and out, and, like, that really screwed with my psyche. But And so, like, she did some selfish things. I was selfish in the way that he is. And so, like, I kind of lived a very similar one to this. And then now to be, you know, married and see past, it's like... Your oh, autumn. And I, yeah, I found my... Like, literally, it was might as well have been the same exact thing day one the next day, and it's the right person at the right time. And it's like, oh, these people are just immature and so, and selfish and dumb. And it's like... And that's just part of lo- learning what love is, is just that is a stage, and you don't see that in film very much. Usually you see the, like the autumn stage or or even like a high school stage where it's so you, but you don't see a lot of like the oh i just suck at dating or suck at like i just don't yeah. know how to do this and that's a lot of what yeah this like was rushing into it yeah slash and her just like being kind of in and out and like not really being fair to him as far as her communication yeah kind of what she was trying to do but that's but she's trying to figure she doesn't know and like he doesn't know that he's being way too you know what i'm saying and so it's just young love and they're just dumb they just don't know how to and like, that's act. what <clears throat> That's what I think is so brilliant about this movie, right? Is it's able to show such a flawed relationship. And that's pretty much everyone has to go through that in a way. Um, My friend Izzy made a really good point that it would have been cool to see that like exact movie, but from her perspective. mm Mm-hmm. Because it's mainly from his. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, very much so. it'd be interesting to see, like, what's going on in her head and life. 
Dude, yeah, I would love to see someone do this exact. Obviously, you can't do the same actors, but literally have the same. Five hundred days line. of Tom. Yeah, and just do yeah. it. Yeah, which is the exact. Thing it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, but like yeah. it, it would just be so interesting. I agree. That'd be great. Yeah. Also, his sister slays. Oh yeah, she's the best. <laughs> Can you imagine if they filmed both movies like back if they to planned back? it out so they they filmed both like. Mm. And then they released one like a year after. That yeah. would have been like Holy crazy. Or simultaneous release. Can you imagine? Oh, that would be work box oh, kind of like when they do Pokemon release and you can pick the exactly exactly that. Yeah, wow. Trevor's in love right now. <laughs> oh, he's giving her googly eyes. Um, <laughs> but that's no. That's why I gave this movie a four and a half, and it's because. They're so stupid and selfish, so stupid and, and that selfish. is how most people are in young relationships. Yeah. yeah, and they did it so well, and it's so exaggerated. Obviously, when he finally, you know, when they finally have sex the first time, the, the morning after, <laughs> he's just That's like the, best, yeah. the what is the song? You make my dreams come true. And like, there's a whole flash, the whole mob. flash mob scene. <laughs> so and he's like hitting the home run. Yeah. And there's like the cartoon bird. So good, and it just is so, so good. I think two of, two of the scenes in this movie are my favorite. First one is that one. It's just so funny. Yeah, and I think most people can relate to just once yeah. you finally like first kiss with Sarah. Right. Like that was me, yeah. and just you, you know, find out a girl likes you. Yeah, or what, it's you just know, the best. It is. You're on cloud yeah. nine. You yeah. feel just bde you feel incredible yeah, yeah no, nothing's bringing you down that next day yeah sarah what's one of your favorite scenes in the movie i mean i love when they're sitting at the park playing that penis game it is funny i played that all the time with my friend emmy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think kind of the goofiness of their relationship yeah. ikea is fun is oh yeah is really the best part of it yeah. i think they know how to have fun together yeah. and that's probably what most young relationships like that have going for them. That's I per- mean, we is just they have fun. We're silly, goofy, and that's all what the I time. was gonna say. That's me and Sarah. <laughs> like, uh, if there's yeah. anything that we have in common with Tom and Summer's relationship, it's just kind of the goofiness of it. I also, I also love in the movie how they show like really similar scenes of them when they're really happy, and really similar scenes to when. They're kind of falling apart. Yeah. Like the Ikea scene versus... The record store. Yeah, exactly. And I just think that's very interesting. Well, I th- and especially when they like really, really went for it when they did the expectations versus reality. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was the other scene. What, I think that was my best from like a filmmaking storytelling perspective. That was, like, that was my well favorite. Done. Yeah, like, and that shows so much of his character, especially like you said, this movie is more from his perspective. But that one, especially, it's like that's what he was, that's why he's so sad. That's why he's so let down because he has this picture of who she is and what things could be in his mind that he doesn't kind of let the world happen. He like, tries to make it all like force it and like greeting card it to death and it doesn't work like that that's just not how it works and he needs to learn that and so that showed like him in a just the like like a most hurtful way of expectations versus reality of expectation is like oh i'm gonna get back with her today and reality is oh she's engaged like yeah. and it was just like that Tough. was so strong and that's life like, kid yeah. yeah exactly and so now like he'll be able to like manage his life better like I said, I went through a similar thing. It's like I was like yeah. so dumb about how I handled this situation with this, the, my ex or whatever. And then I was like able to be like, oh, that's just not how you go about. And so then I dated Markel way better, like way better. And then like, you know, our relationship's yeah. been awesome because of it. And so his, his like, yeah, that 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 groundbreaking in his mind was was rough but necessary. I like his relationship with his younger sister, Rachel. Yeah. Um, Chloe Grace, yeah. Grace Moretz. Yeah, she, she's a she was super great. Yeah, she's awesome. She's just dropping she tr- be the summer character. Oh, the, ah, that'd be I just love when he, yeah, he's like, Coach, I'm not smart. done here yet. <laughs> yeah, she, well, and just she's, she's like, giving him, Tom. she's giving him the hard truths, right? Yeah, he needs it. And she's like, so I'm gonna say one of the quotes. She yeah. says, "Look, I know you think she was the one, but I don't." Now, I think you're just remembering all of the good stuff. Next time you look back, I really think you should look again. Hmm. And it's because he really did have those rose-colored lenses. Yeah. 
shout out to Miley Cyrus. Or like the like blinders. He had, yeah. He had his blinders on. He, he just, he looked back on all of the great memories. And then once he looked again, he remembered, oh, I've actually been hurt by this woman mm-hmm. many times throughout our relationship. And it's, she's not perfect. Right. Yeah. And he still, he still needs to like work out some kinks. Cause even when they see each other at the end, he's still like, no, like he's still kind of a little bit like, yeah, what is this all? Why'd you, why'd you, I don't even, I don't get what happened, how that happened. Like he still didn't quite mm-hmm. get it. So he still has some growth to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we all do. We all have to go through it somehow. And so it's just fun to see this stage for them. Um, I love that he works for a greeting card company. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, like people have got to do it. Yeah. And like I was saying before with the scenes of happy and sad, kind of, I love the one where he writes that one Valentine's Valentine card. card. Roses yeah. are red, violets are blue, <laughs> F you whore. Yeah. So it's good. so good. I gave yeah. Trevor that as a Valentine's nice. Day one year. That's a great. Yeah, that's great. She got me a card that said, "Roses are red, violets are blue." F you, whore. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I do think that's probably the funniest moment of the movie to me. It's really funny. That, yeah, and, after that he's coming up come with true. so many ideas. Yeah. Yep. Um, and just the ending scene, you know, mm-hmm. just how the narrator's like Tom had learned that there's no greater power of like cosmic significance and and then like and all then of a sudden she, he's like hmm and then he goes back and he's like can we go out sometime and then the name drop at the end or she's like what's your name oh my name's autumn it's like day one it's like and then cool. he looks at the camera for the <laughs> first time and then it says day one and then it's the end of the movie yeah great finish great Great uh, mic drop yeah, there. Fun at the storytelling end. devices, yeah. My friend Isabel also pointed out that we watched it with her, by the nice. way. Nice. But she pointed out how Summer, like all her colors and all mm-hmm. that are spot on to Summer. And like when he meets this Autumn girl, mm-hmm. she's kind of in more of jewel tones and like the scenery is more warm. Yep. And so it's interesting. I like how they did that with I all agree. the colors. Yeah. I love. I love when a good quality film. Good, some good wardrobe choices. Yes. Yeah. Well, and even just the transitions and stuff and the, the drawing because he's an architect and, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. It's very well crafted. Um, the music I thought was, was like I said, so 2009. It's like, so core, good. But it's so great. Yeah, some great songs in there. But I'm like, man, this takes me back to 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sean was watching Jennifer's Body and 500 Days of yeah. Summer. I mean, yeah, shout out. Um, and Inception, right? No, that's 2010. But you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I, 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 I have this new system of ranking my films, and I and it ended up at a three and a half. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna like Yikes. work it to a four because it's, it's a great, it's a great, yeah, and it's a great snapshot, especially because of that. It's, it's not trying to be this like perfect romance. It's like no, it's like a snapshot into, into young dumb love. Yep, and that's that's and great. I think it's yeah. really young, well dumb, done. Young, so yeah, dumb. I need to get it to a get it to a four. So. Let's talk about Silver Linings Playbook. I freaking love this. And I can't help but smile. Excelsior. So, Silver Linings Playbook came out in 2012, the year that the world was supposed to end. (laughs) It was directed by David O. Russell. Watch for the signs. After spending eight months in a mental institution, a former teacher moves back in with his parents and tries to reconcile with his ex-wife. The now, cowboys are cowards. The cowboys are cowards. Sean, automatically at least a half star, I'm sure, was added to the Eagles. star for sure. Was oh, probably more. But there's like a star and a half of Eagles value here. I love it. Sean loves the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, oh. and Robert De Niro of all people being a huge obsessive Eagles fan. That's I was like, like Sean, this is a. I'm shocked this isn't a five for you. Well, guys. and Bradley Cooper is. An, this is actually. He's not like this isn't this is barely acting as far as Eagles fandom. It's probably toned down because he actually kind of is toned down as an Eagles fan in the movie. He's like a huge Eagles fan. Really? Yeah. And so uh yeah, if we're gonna start with the Eagles, just the the constant references and just like and just um Deshaun Jackson, just who is a gangster. <laughs> when the, the therapist best. is like Deshaun Dude. Jackson's badass yeah. or whatever he says. When, the yeah. Indian guy. This makes me wish that I, w- I like was from Philly 
for my, my for that specific version of my fandom. Obviously, I, you know, I like the Jazz and I like other teams from different areas, but because in Utah we don't have a, a team, we kind of had to pick. And this is when I'm like watching this, I'm like so jealous that I don't have that. I know that they have a bad rep, like because they're so like ruthless, but I think they're so amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a fun. It's it's fun that that like they were able to craft a narrative, like a whole story, kind of like. This is kind of the undertone is just like the Eagles and and at this point they had never won a Super Bowl and just like the intensity of the fandom and um, the heartbreak, the heartbreak, the ups and downs. Were they real games in the movies that they're referring to? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and so and so and I think even beyond that. And so then the, you know, the, the, the gambling of it all. But the uh, what's the word I'm looking for when they like think things are going to happen but they are like they think they can control but they can't there's a, just an obvious word oh and you, yeah i don't know things when, beyond your control yeah when, well no like when inevitability they, no, I, don't, I don't know i'm so dumb i wish i was smart but like if you're like oh my sock was on and so they lost or they superstition superstition it's that easy word okay the superstition of it all and that everyone just buys into the superstition of it all is the my favorite part of this film that they're like oh yeah like what she's saying checks out like so yeah my favorite scene is when she comes in and she's like on december 8th when they played the redskins and they lost by 12 i wasn't you know and she yeah. like goes through and everyone's that like yeah checks so out. Oh, good she is firing on all cylinders at the most like j law of all j laws and she's going on about the eagles and she's and they're all buying into the like oh yeah we control the outcomes of these games and everyone's like yeah yeah that makes sense it's my it's like this is well, pure cinematic well, joy made for sean haywood robert de niro's face after she does that is priceless. Like, i gotta say i'm impressed yeah <laughs> oh my god and i just love it so yeah bradley cooper jennifer lawrence such talk about chemistry they did Holy so cow. good just such a fun couple yeah like I, you watch this movie and you just smile the whole time yeah like they're both completely nuts yeah they're back and forth the and but mental health uh, issues yeah the mental health issues and just bradley cooper he's so fun to watch in this movie and j-law mm -hmm. they do so good yeah. i like, love when she just chases him yeah when that they're on the runs he's got the garbage bag <laughs> on and she just runs just out and follows him. him. Yeah. Um, when they go on their non-date date and yep. he orders Raisin Bran. Yeah. And oh she, my he's, gosh. she's like, why do you order Raisin Bran? And he's like, well, I ordered it because I didn't want you to think this was a date. And she's like, it can still be a date. Well, and then if he's you like, well, why bran. did you order tea? And she's like, because you ordered Raisin Bran. <laughs> Oh, it's so it. good. I um, love all the detail of it, yeah. The the scene where he's reading and he just goes, what the f***? And then just throws the book out the window, shattering it. You Hemingway. That is so funny. It's so funny. And he's like, he's like, isn't reality hard enough? Like, why are people writing these books? She dies? Yeah. He like wakes his parents up at 3 a.m. Yeah. And I just think... This movie has so many laughable moments that yeah. are just so funny. I agree. I also love the um let's see what what's the word for it? I love his mom in this movie cuz yeah. it really shows how much she cares about her son even though he's messed up a ton. And that just goes to show motherly love. Yeah, and I think that's so well. So well. Yeah. Yeah. She Pat's, so much grace for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pat's parents in this, played by Robert De Niro and Jackie Weaver, they're great. Yeah. Right? Like she just goes and gets him out. Like, yeah. And he doesn't even, Robert De Niro doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah. So I, are you ready? Did the doctor say you're ready? Like everything. He's like, oh, the court said I'm ready. Just, I'm fine. And yeah. then he's like, has his garbage bag on ready to go on a run. Well, and, with me this morning. and so this whole movie, <laughs> right, Pat, Bradley Cooper's character, is just trying to do anything he can to win back his wife. Nikki. Who cheated on him and doesn't want to be with him. And he's got a restraining order because of how psychotic he's been obsessing over her. And he did cheat. She did cheat on him. Yeah, she did. Yeah. No, Which, yeah. that sucks. And, yeah. you know, he responded about... As insanely as he could, right? He beat the man nearly to death. Close to murder, yeah. Um, and so they were in the shower. That's that's disgusting. Yeah, that he, that he didn't murder her. It's like, congrats. Yeah, pretty good. Like, good job, Bradley Cooper. He got off pretty well. Yeah, um, frankly. And just how this whole movie, the majority of this film, uh, you got Tiffany and Pat, who 
aren't doing anything romantic with each other pretty much the whole time. And yet the entire time they are just completely falling in love. Right. Yeah. And it and it's not even talked about yeah. at all between them until like the very end. Yeah. Especially her, you can see it more because yeah. he's just so obsessive about Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, she's more outwardly falling for for him. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that he obviously cares about her, and as it goes on, just that intensifies. But there's few. It's almost like Harry and Sally in that regard, where their relationship is so it's so far into this movie that until it actually addresses the fact that they're in love yeah and i love and i think that's a great um storytelling device i agree i think i think it just does a great job of there's not a lot of will they won't they there's not yeah it's hard to even put a finger on it what their relationship is yeah and and you know when he finds out that that letter is written by her because of the way she said, like, the signs thing. Right. But he still just goes to dance. The yeah. dancing scenes, the dancing aspect of this movie is so funny. What, are yeah. we at Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, them all out of place there. Oh, it's so good. Well, just yeah. so this parlay bet that the Eagles have to win by two <laughs> scores and yeah. they have to get at least a five in their dance. Eagles 144 to six. Yeah. Eagles 144 to six. <laughs> And then they all run in, and yeah. then they they get a five, and they're all cheering, yeah. and the guy Everyone's goes, like, why are they cheering yeah, for a five? Like, yeah, it's like this super intense competition. They walk into this hotel, and like there's dancers there that are just clearly professionals and yeah. have literally danced their whole like life. dancing with the stars. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, we are effed. We're <laughs> <Yeah>. done. <laughs> oh. But their dance is so funny and yeah, great. Oh, and the best. Like Jennifer Lawrence said that her dancing is so bad that it was so hard to even even learn how to dance to do what they did in this That's movie. That's funny. So it was like, like pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like they had to really practice so hard to even get the dancing that they do in this movie. That's so Which funny. isn't bad, right? Oh, yeah. It no, turns out you're like... I mean, it's a little weird, but it's it's, it's fun. It's cool. When he falls or she falls and it's kind of funny and, and everyone's like, oh, shoot, that was it. Yeah. It's over. And if we don't get that 5.4 at the end, there's no way, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got to say... The one thing I, I I watch this, I'm like, I just don't think this happens in real life. There's no way that you're going to have a friend that you like welcome in your home as like often and consistently as Mr. Frickin' Cowboys fan who is the worst. Like, no, like I would ha- that person wouldn't be in my life. His friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like it's like who's America's team? Shut up! And it's like yeah, everyone hates the Cowboys anyway. No, of course they do. Yeah, but it's like how is that guy <laughs> even existing in this movie? Like Philly fans especially are like not gonna be like cool about it. So I just um, I'm a little confused about how he even is around. Probably did. But anyway, the Cowboys, I think just need Cowboys someone, are cowards. I think you just need someone to. No, you need it for the need it for the plot to move along. Yeah, right? well, and to like feel. And it's your, fun to be friends your, with someone of an opposite fandom, even though it sucks if they're winning. But it's still fun to have Eagles that back and forth. Eagles win forty-four to six. I just love when he wears the jersey to dinner. Oh no, it's the best. It's so yeah, funny, Deshaun and she's Jackson. like, "Yeah, you're right. I don't like it." Yeah, <laughs> the wife. Yeah, I love how yeah how Kurt how very like straightforward everybody is talking to each other. It's very. Um, <laughs> It's I don't know yeah it's not something that everybody like can handle but I think everyone in this movie handles it really well and it's just really it a reminded great way to live. a lot about how I just talk to people not that I'm that rude but you say what's on your mind yeah and that's yeah I think that's I think that's most like most of the time that's the right answer is to like just be like straight up like I love how like, they communicate yeah they're, yeah they're very upfront with each other. Um, I mean, when she he walks her home and she's like, "Well, do you want to go have sex?" I mean, <laughs> you'd have to turn the lights off, but we because I hate that jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like funny. that's so funny. And then he's like, "Huh?" He's like, "Are you a horror?" <laughs> and well, and I just think, yeah, I just think they're so very much like argumentative mm-hmm. and just they're the whole movie. They're just kind of like picking each other apart. Yeah. And it's because they're both clearly very hurt from their past relationship. Yeah. And uh, I think just they did a great job 
the acting in this movie i think is so good i think they got like nominations for it because like, yeah they so they pure. look like they really are these characters and this is jennifer lawrence and bradley uh-huh. cooper these are two people who have big names you've seen them in other things yeah even robert you De don't see katniss everdeen at all in no. this movie no yeah they're, they're you see a little rocket raccoon a little bit but not not <laughs> i'm just kidding okay i was gonna but, say like just the intensity maybe but, but like, they they really awesome do character. so well in their characters that you forget that they're bradley and La- jennifer yeah, lawrence like, which is definitely. tough yeah and because you watch their like, little no mannerisms you watch like no hard feelings which i love and she was great in but that's very just like okay well this is jennifer lawrence right yeah but this one's like yeah, it's her doing a very like strong, but it's like you're yeah you're lost in the character. In this I also moment. love her dark hair in this movie. Looks she looks so great. Good I think her. this is her best work. There, I said it. I think that's probably that's got to be my favorite. I didn't actually um, look to see. There's but. that part when they first meet at that dinner. That's yeah, my favorite. As well. Um, at his friend's house, and I love when he's giving her, her him the rundown of how her husband died and stuff and then mm. she walks in and he goes so uh how'd your husband die yeah yeah again they just bring it up and yeah. he's like sorry then, that was insensitive and then when how'd you lose your job <clears throat> then after dinner well not even after dinner during dinner she's like i'm tired and i want to go and then she goes are you gonna walk me home yeah and yeah, then, that's totally you. Yeah. That is 100% Sarah Sarah Martin Haywood. <laughs> is just to be like, I'm tired and I want to go home. Are you going to walk me home? Like, Sarah would have said that to me on our first date and probably did. <laughs> yeah, like, I probably was like, I'm tired and I want to go home. Well, and it's just so funny to or me. Or my tummy hurts. It's just interesting to watch a film with two mentally ill people <laughs> when you guys are two mentally ill people. Exactly, right? Well, and <laughs> yeah, a lot of... Us. So, a big critique for this movie <laughs> is that... People think this movie is trying to say, like, love cures mental illness. Like, if you're mentally ill and you have love, then it cures it. And so a lot of people have beef with this movie because they're like, no, it doesn't. And I don't think this film is even trying to say that it cures it. No, Like, they're happy together. They end up together. They're making out at the end on a couch. But does that mean that they are completely free of... Yeah. No, like no. it's not like it goes on to say, oh, and he never had another panic attack about oh, his no, ex-wife. I don't think it even right. Helps. And so when I read those reviews, <laughs> I was worse. Like, yeah. when I read those reviews, I'm like, that's not at all what this yeah, implies. It's not like love cures mental illness. It's like mentally ill people can still fall in love. Yeah, like what do you? That's a fine. I think that's, that's very much. I think okay. that's like, more yeah, of a yeah. good message because a lot of mentally ill people. Like, Feel she like probably didn't think she could find love again, right. you know? Mm-hmm. He certainly didn't. Oh, for yeah. sure. Because he was still he was obsessing. still in love with right? Nikki. And he's like, if I get in shape, and if I do read all these the things, and, yeah, if I read these books, I'll read the syllabus. And then she's at the end, and <laughs> she's so, so much shame, uglier yeah. than her, Jennifer Lawrence. That's yeah, tough. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I think she's pretty, but... Uh, well, yeah. Sort of. Just, just to be compared to J-Law is tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, doing Ultimately, that dance with the tummy out, you know? And at the very end, you know, after the dance and he goes and talks to Nikki, his ex-wife, and then she's so sad because she's in love with him. And she's like, well, great. And Tiffany leaves. Then you got Pat Sr., Robert De Niro, which is so good. He comes up and he's like, let me tell you, I don't know. I know you don't want to listen to your father. I didn't listen to mine. And I'm telling you, you know, when, when life reaches out at a moment like this, it's a sin if you don't reach back. I'm telling you it's a sin if you don't reach back. It'll haunt you the rest of your days like a curse. You're facing a big challenge in your life right now at this very moment right here. That girl loves you. She really, really loves you. I don't know if Nikki ever did, but she sure as shit doesn't right now. So don't F this up. Yeah. And just... Shout out Robert De Niro. So good. Great actor. Great. Yeah, hot take. <laughs> He's a great say? actor. Great actor for that Robert De Niro. But... Um, at first you almost think that he's talking about Nikki almost because, because that was almost an opportunity to, um, get back with Nikki. Right. And And then he's like, stability. And then he's like, no, that girl loves you more than Nikki. Nikki probably ever did. He just wants to win the part. Yeah. No, (laughs) part of me does think maybe he's just trying to win more games, but, um, for his book. book I Oh, imagine how I'd feel. Never mind. I won't say it. This year? This year. No, I had the I thought same that, damn yeah. thought. I was I'm like, like imagine this family this year <laughs> when we're 10 and 1. Yeah, I can't imagine. Somebody died in their family or something because... Yeah. Sports was, can rip you apart just oh, like any relationship, which it did like, to me. We Sean and I have had a rough season oh. ending. 
Anyway, tough. Um, tough Silver Linings Playbook, great name. Also we has to do with football the Super Bowl. and no. how he talks about finding a silver lining throughout. Mm-hmm. And um, well, and even just his like interrupting of her of reading the letter is just so like that's when it's like the most romance. Like the rest of the movie doesn't feel very romantic, mm-hmm. but that moment is just like oh shoot, this is romance. Let's go. And that immediately projects this couple into one that I would have said if we weren't doing this as the episode. Yeah, like Pat and Tiffany in Silver yeah. Linings Playbook. I love. I love they're great. That. Yeah, they're just great. Yep. And what I, I love this film. I think it's so fun and. It has a lot to say while also just being a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. It, I agree. You know? Yeah, it's a fun time. And so I to go too far I've it. quite enjoyed it. Okay. Next week, we're going to keep the love theme going for the next couple. Um, next week, Markel's going to be on, my sweet wife. Uh, we will be watching. She actually hasn't seen one of them, and that is Before Sunrise. But I think she'll like it, I hope. And if not, we'll talk about it. Um, it's my favorite romantic film and then uh the notebook so we're going a little more like straight down the line these romance are romance movies i didn't get to pick mine but i do love the movies we talked Ooh. about well i just saw movies that we both had highly rated which is why i chose these <laughs> yeah okay, i'm kidding i kind of talked about it with mark i mostly just picked ones that i i, I think the movies we together. both love just giving yeah. you a hard time because we're just silly mental uh, illness you guys, couple we're <laughs> classic tiffany Ill. and pat bro classic anyway those two movies before sunrise the notebook that'll be next week thanks for having me sarah it's been fun having you it always is yep. happy we'll happy love month from me happy love month yeah, from sarah starts tomorrow for us today when you listen to this probably. that is haywood's take on romance